Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bruin Time. I'm Koi Bana. And Armored Soul. All right, Armored Soul, tell me, what's the brew for tonight? So, the brew for tonight is falling. And how do we prevent it? Okay, yeah. So, falling and prevention of falling. So, are we talking about a specific demographic here? Well, yeah. So, we're actually talking about the elderly population. So, I mean, think about this. And, uh, again, this is like a whole bunch of things that coincide with one another. Comorbidities. I'm pretty sure um, in your education they've talked about that, right? Hold on. Say it again. Comorbidities. Comorbidity. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, again, as... Okay, so here here's a correlation. I know we talked about this in the episode before, in some previous episodes, but basically, if we cannot get up off the floor without using our hands, our chances of death increase tremendously. So, for example, within the geriatric population, what is it that's going to kill them the most? What do you think it is? Well, I mean, it probably would be injuries to their body uh, and then not, you know, healing in a sense. So looking into that is falling. So as you know, one of my biggest passion is judo. I do that. I eat it. I breathe it. Absolutely love it. Uh, however, though, they teach me how to fall because these throws that we are doing, they are inherently dangerous. And for example, like I know we've talked about UFC a couple times before, right? Yes. So you 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 say that UFC is very gruesome. No, it is gruesome. I have a viewpoint on that. I mean, we can even say about like um, you know. Um, I'm just going to say, put it out there. It's kind of a blood sport to me. So, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There, It does kind of get some graphics a little bit. Me, my whole personal take on that is that UFC fighters, don't get me wrong. I understand they're professionals, but they could be way more effective. And maybe that's just my input as well. But going back to the subject, some of these fighters, when they fall to the ground or they hit the cage, what is it that they normally do? Or when you fall, what is your first instinct? Probably to be like to tense up or to brace yourself. Exactly. It's to tense up. It's to brace yourself. And a lot of people stick their hands out onto the floor, onto a wall so they could brace themselves. Right. But again, like, okay, for example, if you're weighing, let's say, 200 pounds and you have your arm extended fully out in front of you. Now you have a single point of area, and now you are putting 200 pounds of pressure onto one single point of your body. How do you think that's going to go? Not good. I imagine that thing might snap. I mean... Yeah, no, exactly. And that's the horrible part. You get muscle tears. You get um, breaks, dislocations. I mean, it's horrible. And for example, you know, falls are the leading, leading cause of injury related to death amongst adults 65 years and older. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they are a vulnerable demographic. And the scary part is, too, is they've actually been increasing by, increased from 41%, so from 55.3 of of every 100,000 to 78% per 100,000. Now, what? Or 70 people per 100,000. Why do you think that is? Is just because there are more elderly folks? I mean, uh, you know, longevity is increasing, the uh, overall population of, you know, our country is increasing, or is it just lack of awareness or maybe um you know uh maybe lifestyle include you know is included into that what do you think all of all, all the above? of that could be factored mm. into there i mean like for example so it's like um okay like here in america we 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 sit in furniture all day long like us right now we're sitting in chairs so are we really providing any stress to our joints no we're kind of uh, i guess compensating them you know Exactly. And on top of that, when we're lying in our beds, what happens? Do you think we're okay? I understand we all need to lay down and go to sleep. However, though, right when you get up first thing in the morning, you are just 
you're sitting up, then you're turning your body just to stand up. Where is the struggle you need to struggle? <laughs> he wants us to struggle. Armor Soul wants us to struggle for the better. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool berserk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, some, we wake up sore. I mean, like, I mean, I'll be honest with me. I like, I'll get up out of my bed and I'll be sore. And this is supposed to be like a restful time, you know. And that could partly be because, well, I think maybe the idea of people sleeping on very cushiony things. You know, and not, you know, firm. You know, we like to think about that, you know. I think historically, well, we can talk We can talk about Japan. We can talk about... Um, cultures. Uh, different cultures about, like, even, you know, the pillows or cushions that they slept on. Some people slept on buckwheat pillows, rice, uh, barley, you know, all the way up until, fast forward, fast forward to us now, Tempur-Pedia, you know, peanut, um, foam mattresses that are, like, cushion this, cushion that. We don't know. I think there is a healthy balance of what we need, whether or not we need some softness and some firm, some rigidity. But I think overall as a population, everybody kind of wants the most cushiony, soft things, which isn't, I think we both can agree on, isn't the best for us. No, I mean, absolutely it's not. Again, to go back to Katie Bowman, I mean, she she is way way ahead of the game i mean reading her books i mean it's it's very fascinating because again even even our clothing what we're what we're wearing a belt affects our body completely different uh but going back into the falls i mean nobody really knows how to fall so think about this like let me ask you how many how many different directions do you think you can fall how many different directions hmm well i mean is it what xyz three three axis kind of you know so I know you're thinking about it on the plane, but where I'm going for with this is um, is in judo specifically. So I know they have okay. a chart. I'll have to post it up. Is it like it's rolls or something sushi. like rolls or, you know, kind of tumbles and things like that? See, and, and that's also the thing, too. Like when you fall in judo, it doesn't have to be just a, a flat fall. You could actually roll onto the fall because, I mean, think about this. Instead of having all that weight distribute onto your body, all that force, you could disperse it through movement right again doing tumbling rolls things like that so where i was going with this again different ways and you could fall is hapa no kuzushi so you have eight different directions and you can fall and think about it like a star right so you have what eight again eight different directions so you have forward you have backwards you have front left front right left right back left back right and in judo they do teach you all of these same principles of how you should be taking a safe fall because again Falling is very hard on the body, especially if you don't know how to properly brace yourself. Because I know I've demonstrated this to you before. Again, if someone, for example, if someone were to push me directly, put their hands onto my torso and push me with all their force, how do you think I'm going to fall? I'm going to land onto my back, right? And what happens if I don't know how to take a safe fall? You're going to get injured. I mean... Exactly. I'm going to get injured or I hit the back of my head. Right. Onto the floor, and again, that's what the that's what these uh, geriatric populations experience. If they take a back fall, they're not gonna tuck in their chin so that way their head is elevated off of the ground. No, they're gonna hit. They're gonna get concussed. They're gonna have a fracture, perhaps, in their skull as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're saying that, and honestly, that makes me recall um, some teaching that I had when I when I had like a little bit of construction work that I did just for a little bit. I didn't really work in construction as much. Uh, as others, but uh, I remember the safety instructor would uh, told us that you only need like six inches, and now this is talking about specifically material 
about what are you falling onto. Are you falling onto dirt? Are you falling onto wood? Are you falling onto concrete? You only need six inch, six inches from the floor of a concrete, let's say um, a parking garage, right? Six inches to fall to make permanent like damage to your for yourself. For example, like you can get a concussion, you can fracture the skull, as you as you're saying. Only six inches. It's it's how should I say exponentially more injurious when we're talking about what you're falling onto. And of course, you know, you you put a uh, a patient, a person, an elderly patient, in into the you know into the in the formula, and you just get in the recipe for disaster. Well, even to think about babies, for example, have, it was so funny. I know it's <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I'm gonna laugh. Uh, so like when babies fall, how how do you think they prepare themselves? What is it that they do? Well, you know, I've noticed. Do they that, resist? Uh, do they do they what now? Do they resist? Resist their falling? No, I think they kind of go. But like I've noticed that they usually fall on their butt. I think fall on their butt, or again, if they fall, if they fall onto their side, they roll with it. Again, that's just a natural movement. But as we get older, and also too, think about it, they're only like what, not even two feet. Again, like probably not even six inches. So the damage to them isn't even really bad. Sure, right? sure. Because and they're all rubber too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Think about yeah, they're lower the... center, lower center of gravity. You know, in a sense like that. That's also a big factor. You know, somebody mm-hmm. tall person versus a short person, they need to kind of, you know, factor in how that they can do because they're not going to be the same as everyone. And and that's the thing, too, because like a lot of people are afraid to fall because, OK, for example, if you were to take a bad fall right now, do you know what it is that how you would react? Hmm. How I would react specifically? I mean, I, I mean, I would say it would freak me out a little bit. I'd be like, oh, you know, like that and then try to tumble. Honestly, I'm not thinking too much. It's kind of a spur of the moment. Exactly. So I mean, and especially with what I do, because I've already been practicing judo for what seven years, and it's just it's just a natural instinct to me. So again, or even too, again, as I've mentioned, I don't need to to hit the floor. I could just roll out of it. And I and funny enough, I actually demonstrate that a little bit at my work. It's like, oh hey, so this is how we take falls. This is how we this is how we prevent ourselves from getting hurt. And it's so funny because. When uh, when the first time I demonstrated this to my coworkers, I I hit the floor sideways and then I just stood up and yeah, my arm was red. But guess what? I have no broken bones. I don't have any bruises. Sure, it stings a bit, but again, I have the force dispersed all over my body rather than located all in one single point of contact. Right, and I think that's a good point. You know, you said like you know a two hundred pound individual putting all that force on, let's say their wrist. You know, because when we fall, we kind of want to put our palms like on the ground right in that sense mm-hmm. so all that force on that wrist and i think what the the uh, the metatarsals and fingers and things like that those are one of the, the more more fragile bones of the body you know or it ain't like your your femur or something like that you know these are these are fragile bones and we don't want to you know break an arm just for uh um uh, for nothing but i kind of get what you're saying in the sense it's like how i was saying that yeah, falling for me is kind of spur of the moment. I'm not really thinking, but I feel like that what you're saying is that you can prepare yourself for a better fall. You know, in the mm-hmm. sense it can be learned is what, what it, can, the... it it can be learned, and that's the thing. Like some some of these people, but they've been conditioned to believe like, oh, well, it's not going to work for me. I just can't do that. But you have to get over that fear of falling to get better, right? To make yourself get better. And two, here's the crazy part. So. For example, do you know what state has the highest death rates of falls? Ooh. Mm. 
I, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say Florida. Florida. <laughs> You're like, why Florida? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I just, just pointing fingers here. What state? So it's actually gonna be Wisconsin with the with the fall deaths per 100,000 being 176.5, with an average death of 1,635 from falls. Now that's interesting. I wonder why specifically Wisconsin. I mean, think about it. Like it's cold, and ah, think about it, like yes, you're you're, yes. you're walking on ice. So do you think you have really great stability? Uh huh. Yeah, you know it's okay from you know my state, southern state. You know, whenever we get some ice and snow, I gotta say people do not know what to do. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know my family. My mother, she's from a northern state where it gets cold, so she grew up in one of those states, and she always kind of makes fun of us. We're like, yeah, these people, they don't know how to drive on the snow. They don't know how to drive on ice. Like, it's something that, you know, you got to learn, right? And, yeah, you guys oh, say, yeah. I think uh, I'm just going to be kind of nerdy here, but, like, in physics, don't you remember, like, um, you remember the friction coefficient in the sense? You remember uh, that that term? Dude, I totally forgot about I that. I think what they yeah, call muse. Muse, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, like the it's crazy that fric- the friction coefficient with ice is so it's like it, it just like throws off everything. There's just absolutely friction goes out the window, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah, you don't have anything like that. Like uh you know, there's certain things obviously like, you know, carpet or versus like sand, sandpaper. This is going to have a higher frictional coefficient if I'm correct. But ice it's crazy. It's like it just like drops. <laughs> so, yeah, makes sense Wisconsin being that, you know, being a cold place, ice Maybe uh, the population over there is higher and older, you know? Really? Yeah, no, that's no, that's definitely for sure. And you know what's the crazy part is? So don't worry. If the fall doesn't kill you, the assurance will. <laughs> oh, so. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hate how we can laugh about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, that's that dark American humor, you know, in the sense. Like, for example, okay, for... Fifty billion will be spent in non-fatal fall injuries, and seven point five million spent in fatal falls. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then again, we have also our different insurances: Medicare, uh, private, out-of-pocket, Medicaid. So twenty-nine will be spent by Medicare. Twelve billion will be private or out-of-pocket, and nine billion is going to be paid by Medicaid. So again, like, depends on like what type of insurance you have, and like, are they even going to cover the cost for you? Right. Let's just say you know you don't have insurance. That's I don't know. I think you're kind of gone both ways, whether or not you have insurance or you don't, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's the funny thing is, too, because, like, even in my field of work, right, trying to, again, study to become a physical therapist, when I hear people tell me, I was like, oh, yeah, my grandmother took a bad fall, like, she hurt herself. Again, with what I do with judo and everything, I, I always think to myself, really? How do you hurt yourself falling? Right. Like, in your mind, probably it's like, well, that's a very preventable um thing, you know, and it's like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, like, I tripped and fell. You know, it's like, it seems like something like maybe a child would do, you know? Yeah, no, and it's like, I, I still struggle with that that mindset of like, oh, well, how is falling bad for you? Like, I do it all the time. But then again, I do have mats. Mats do make a world of a difference. But even too, I actually saw this video of this guy uh, demonstrating ukemi, break falls or receiving falls. And what he does, like, he demonstrates falling on the mats, and then he goes out onto the street, concrete and asphalt, and he does a front flip and lands on his side. And he just stands up like, oh, see, I'm fine. Uh, Which is impressive because it's like, because, like, yeah, like, okay, your mindset committed to that. And even then, too, it's like, we're not wearing, I'm not wearing a judo gi all the time. 
So even too, if I were to take a fall, let's say on asphalt or concrete, yeah, at most, even if I do my faults, I'm just going to probably have a couple cuts and scrapes on my arm. But that's a lot better than, again, having a torn rotator cuff, having a broken arm, having a broken hip. Uh, or a dislocation. Absolutely, yeah. Broken bones are... You know, I speak, you know, knock on wood here. Uh, I speak from a person that, like, that I, I haven't had... I haven't broken a bone. I hope I never break a bone. Yeah, for individuals that I know that have done so, like, especially elderly people, broken hip. I think that's a, one of the, the bigger... Um, you know, you always hear, like, she broke a hip, he broke a hip, you know, grandma broke a hip. Not fun. Healing process, money involved. Not good. And, and as you're pointing out, Something that can be, I wouldn't say maybe not easily preventable, but it's certainly a preventable thing. And actually, maybe I'm, this is just kind of um, a little fancy thing, whatever. But we know we were talking about this before about like how there's some like products out there. Um, maybe I think still in the works, um, popular video about like in, in like in Japan, they have because um, I think their elderly pop population is, well, they live longer, I think, yeah. in a sense is what I'm, I guess I'm saying. Uh, but they have like an airbag. In the sense, like, your car has an airbag. They have, like, an airbag from when they fall. Maybe it's China. I don't know. Um, I forget which one it was. But I feel like it's Japan. Regardless, yeah, it's 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 interesting that there are products out there, you know, associated with something that's so, as we said, I think how much money, the, you know, hospitals have to spend just to, you know, help people, elderly people with uh, broken you know, bones because of falls is, is a lot, I'm guessing, right? Well, here, here are some factors you got to think of, too, when it comes to falling. So I know this is only, again, voiceover, but if I could demonstrate it, I would. Like, you see how my hands are, like, over my head. So that's how you want to do a, a front fall. And you want to have it at an angle, like right here, at 45 degrees. So that way, that's what that's where you're strongest. Again, I'm dispersing the force here. I don't want to have it right here because this is just weak. And even two, I want like when I am falling, I know my voice is probably getting away from the mic. I want to turn my head and face another direction because think about that. Our necks naturally move in a in a inflection or again up and down in an up and down motion. So once I turn my head away, I'm not gonna expose myself to that to that up and down motion anymore, inflection or extension. Sure. Um also, too, I mean, that, this also begs the question. like, well, okay, well, you, I could say this, that I'm young, right? I'm only, again, 27. I'm in the, still in the prime of my youth. But what about the elderly? Can they still learn to do these falls? And luckily enough, they've actually done studies in other places as well. So they found out that judo fall techniques do does reduce hip bone impact force by 17 to 30% and velocity by 17% with respect to natural falls so significantly yeah and also to um these patients again within the geriatric population they have a higher confidence within themselves of like oh hey like i'm not so scared of falling anymore um well that also begs another question like well what about women with menopause because what's one thing that we hear that women with menopause what is it that they have you have to tell me that one they have they they have a high um decrease in bone density Oh, so they're okay. not going to be as as um, sturdy as they, as they were, right? However, though, but they've actually shown that doing these breakfall techniques actually does increase bone density as well. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, tell me a little bit about that. So them, like, um, you know, practicing falling or 
you know, kind of what strengthens the bones? Kind of just was it? Well, it's like fra- like yeah, but it's like with muscles, you know, you need micro fractures to make muscles, right? That kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. And think about this too. So if you're doing your if you're doing your falls again, you do them in all in that hapanokuzushi, all different eight directions, right? So think about the force that's going to be exerting into your body. It's it's going to be decreased now. You're not going to experience all in one joint, but think about what's that's doing to your bone. That's going to break it down. That's going to build it up again. And they've they've shown that judokas had a higher percentage of metacarpal, phalange bones, lumbar, femoral, forearm, and overall within the whole entire body. Also, two, it helps prevent BMND, loss in advanced age, and reduce the osteoporotic risk in postmenopausal women. And this was conducted in 2019. Okay. But yeah, and even too, but with with these falls, they have correlation also into exercise, into your daily exercise as well. So when you're trying to do your side falls, again, and you're not going to teach the geriatric population how to fall just standing straight up. No, we have to babysit step them and that goes with anyone learning how to take a fall first you're on your back you're learning just how to fall side to side then you're squatting now you're rocking back and then we just keep progressing up and up until you're confident to okay now i got this because again talking about progression we want we want you to learn how to take a safe fall and even with respect to what i do into this art that is judo you are you have to trust your uke or tori that they're going to be landing correctly that they're going to be doing the technique good for you and even too it's like I, i could get further into this as well again with judo too these techniques that you are learning they are inherently dangerous so learning how to take a fall and how to receive it is going to be the first and utmost priority and even too it's like learning how to fall is going to be the most useful school skill is going to be the most useful skill that you're probably going to learn all right everyone well that's all the time we have for today we appreciate you tuning in supporting us in this endeavor of ours and we hope you enjoyed it and guys thank you for tuning in thank you for listening and being patient and remember guys keep those mugs warm for next time until Until the the next next brew. brew